Are you feeling stuck in life or in business? Maybe you're not making the money that you know you should be making. Or are you finding yourself in opposing patterns? One minute you're in high performance mode, and the next you feel totally drained and burnt out. If any of that sounds familiar, then this podcast is for you. I'm Brenda Johnson, and this is the Limitless Life Podcast, the place where I help entrepreneurs like you become high performers. After changing my own relationship to money and success so I could turn my passion into profit, I decided it was time to help others do the same. I am obsessed with the power of the subconscious mind and helping you tap into it so you can finally have the limitless life that you're supposed to have. Let's get started. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Limitless Life Podcast, or welcome if this is your first time here. I have to tell you, I'm recording this um, and the sun is out today. And I know that doesn't seem like a big deal, but where I live, we've literally had snowstorms for probably the past week and I have not seen the sun. So I'm in a super good mood today. I have a lot of energy and hopefully I don't talk too fast because I tend to talk really fast when I have a crazy amount of energy. Anyways, it's also Valentine's Day when I'm recording this. So there's lots of love energy flying around. Which is interesting that I would choose this topic to record on Valentine's Day. Okay, but before I get into what I'm actually going to be talking about, I have a favor to ask you guys. If you could take a moment just to leave me an honest review, give the podcast a little rating, I would be so grateful to all of you for doing that. The more ratings I get, the more reviews I get, the more shares I get, the more people that this podcast can reach and that I can help. Okay, so let's talk about the topic of the day. I'm going to be talking about self-doubt today. I reached out on Instagram a little while ago and asked what people wanted me to do a podcast about, and you would not believe the amount of people who said they wanted to talk about self-doubt and how to kick it in the ass, kick it to the curb, ditch it, and I totally get it. Because self-doubt is something I struggled with for many, many years. And I would be a liar if I said that it doesn't come up sometimes. Like, obviously, it's still going to come up. So that is what we are going to talk about today. I have some notes because I just have a lot to say about this subject. I hope that by the end of this podcast, you have some ideas about how to deal with self-doubt when it comes up. Because at the end of the day, self-doubt is really kind of a special sort of hell. (laughs) It, uh, It really messes with our mind. And so on one of my other podcasts, I believe it was episode two, we were talking about the subconscious mind and how that works, like how our mind works. And self-doubt really... Obviously, it stems from fear, but it's one of those things that little things happen to us when we're younger and they get imprinted on us. We get programmed with these beliefs. And as we get older, the self-doubt just grows and grows and grows. It's like a freaking snowball. You start with like a tiny little snowball. And next thing you know, you've got like a 10-foot snowman with these giant snowballs that could have come out so wrong. Anyways, you know what I'm trying to say. So it was interesting because I had a conversation the other day with a friend and we were talking about self-doubt because she was dealing with some stuff. And to be honest, a lot of my clients go through this too. 
even sometimes they don't even recognize that what's holding them back is doubting themselves. So we were talking about when you're young and you're in school and you're sitting in a classroom and kids are told, don't talk unless you're talked to. If you want to talk, you have to put your hand up. If you need to go to the bathroom, you have to ask. Like we put all these limitations on kids when they're young. It's no wonder we're all fucked up when we're adults and we're afraid to speak. She was telling me a story about her babysitter. She had a memory of her babysitter telling her to shut up, stop talking when she was young. And this is very significant because right now in her adult life, she's going through a phase where this is coming up and she's afraid to speak her truth. She's afraid to put herself out there. And this is way more fucking common than you would think. And I struggled with this. Yeah, me, the one who doesn't ever shut up. I struggle, not as much now, but I really struggled with putting myself out there. Like, I had a manager in my corporate job who basically told me to dial back my passion. So you have to understand, I'm really passionate about things, and if I'm excited about something or if I really believe in something I get really fucking excited and like I throw my heart into it and I'm just very passionate and I might start speaking louder or faster or whatever flinging my hands around because I talk with my hands a lot it's just how I am I'm very passionate so the situation was we had done a presentation and to be honest I fucking crushed it it was like one of the best presentations I had done up until that point, like it was just like high level executives were in the room. They were all complimenting me after it. Like it was amazing. So we're walking out to the car and my manager at the time looks at me and he's like, yeah, that was good. But you know, you really need to dial back your passion. You're a little too passionate. And I was just like, are you fucking kidding me right now? Like actually, But here's the stupid part. I actually did dial back my passion because in the corporate world, in that particular environment, you basically couldn't stand out. You couldn't be loud and passionate because that's not normal to them. It's not what they were looking for. They don't want people to stand out, even though they will tell you that they do want that. I beg to differ. Anyways, so yeah, when I started putting myself out there talking about what I do, even like my spirituality side of things, holy self-doubt did that come up. My whole life I've been spiritual. But for me to start to talk about it, to start to educate other people on things, to talk about things like crystals and manifesting and spirits and stuff like that, like I had massive conversations with myself. I was like, oh, I shouldn't, I shouldn't talk about that stuff out loud. Like these whole, the self-doubt program kept coming back and coming back and coming back. Here's the thing about self-doubt. Like a small failure can literally make you question your abilities. And then the next thing you know, you feel like you aren't good enough or smart enough or skinny enough or 
energetic enough or friggin you can't do anything and then that that moment right there that is when you stop trying so all of these moments when we're kids growing up don't do that don't talk out loud don't touch that we get afraid and then we start to doubt ourselves. oh well in that situation I, I wasn't supposed to talk so should I be talking now Like we start doubting everything. Your inner critic comes out and it's like, holy fuck, man. Your inner critic just starts running your life. And it's horrible. And that's why self-doubt is this interesting little creature. (laughs) It's super common. It's super common to doubt yourself. But like you can even start doubting life itself. You can start doubting the people or circumstances around you. Think about like situations where like, oh, nothing ever goes my way. Nothing ever works out. That gets fucked up. We've all been there. But here's the thing. Not everybody handles it the same way. We just don't. So, I mean, I know a lot about having self-doubt and having an inner critic because when I was 350, 350, 315 pounds, my critic told me on a daily basis that I was never going to be a skinny person again. That I was a failure. That I was disgusting for letting myself get that big. Like the constant stream of negative thoughts literally kept me stuck in my head for years. Until I learned how to silence them. But here's the interesting part. Once I'd silenced the critic by changing my beliefs, I assumed that I wouldn't have to deal with that inner critic again man, was that wrong? <laughs> it showed up again after I'd lost 145 pounds. Then again, once I got divorced and I started dating. Then again, when I was getting ready to leave my corporate job. Every time you level up in your life, that inner critic is going to come back and it's going to get a little bit louder. But here's the thing. When you learn how to deal with that inner critic and tell it to shut up, life gets a lot easier first step in doing that is really realizing that like the only person who's ever judging us is ourselves. And if other people are judging us, that has nothing to do with us. It's a reflection of whatever's going on in their world. It's a reflection of their own self-doubt, of their own insecurities. Like it literally has nothing to do with you. Human beings tend to focus on the negative in everything because it's easier. (laughs) And our subconscious mind, its job is literally to keep us safe. I've told you that before. So of course, when we want to try something new or we want to do something or we want to up level, subconscious is going to be like, whoa, this does not make me feel safe. So I'm just going to feed you all of this negative self-talk, all of this self-doubt, all of these limiting thoughts so that I can keep you stuck so that we don't have to change because I don't want to change because I'm a subconscious mind and I like to keep you safe. Here's the thing. The stories that we tell ourselves are just that. They're stories. Our subconscious mind doesn't know the difference between what's real or what's imagined. And half the stories we tell ourselves are based on programming that we were given when we were younger by people who were also told stories. So let's think about this. Are the stories you were told even true? Like, 
What? Seriously, though, <laughs> I heard this story one time about this woman who was cooking ham at Christmas or something. I don't remember the exact premise of it, but she would get the ham and she would cut the ends off the ham and then she would put it in the pan and then cook it. And one day her husband asked, he's like, why are you cutting off the ends of the ham and then cooking it like that? And the woman replied, well, because that's the way my mother always used to do it. And so one day she finally asked her mother, hey, mom, when you cook the ham, why are you cutting the ends off the ham? Like, what does that do for the ham? And her mom looked at her and she's like, well, I had to cut the ends off because I didn't have a pot that was big enough to fit it or a pan that was big enough to fit the ham. So you see, we model things that we see. We allow stories that other people tell us to impact our lives. And we grow up like this. And as we get older, like I said, it just snowballs when we allow that doubt to grow inside of us and we never deal with it. That's when it becomes a huge problem. And you know what? Honestly, I have seen so many super fucking talented, amazing people who sell themselves short because they are afraid to put themselves out there. They feel like they don't know enough and they keep consuming and consuming and consuming and they're not out there creating and they're literally holding themselves back. And if you're wondering if it's more common in men or women, honestly, I see it in both. You'd be surprised at the number of men that I see who have self-doubt. It's just not as many of them talk about it. When you hold yourself back and you don't put yourself out there, you don't make that call or you don't meet the new people or you don't scream from the top of the mountains about how awesome you and your services are, that's when self-doubt creeps in and that's when it grows. When you don't recognize it and push back, that's when it becomes a problem. Okay. So step number one, when you recognize this self-doubt, when you become aware of your inner critic nattering away inside of your mind, I literally want you to say this thing and remember this sentence because it's going to change your life. Thanks for your opinion. You can go now. So anytime you're sitting there questioning if you should put yourself out there, if you should make that call, if you should do that social media post, oh my goodness, what are people going to think? Thanks for your opinion you can go now. And the reason you're going to do that is because it interrupts the pattern of the negative thought. And as soon as you do that, as soon as you interrupt that negative thought pattern, you need to replace it with a more empowering thought, okay? So it's like you interrupt the negative thought, then you're going to insert, you're going to consciously insert a new positive thought, and then you're going to take action based on the new thought. And as you do this more and more, it becomes easier and easier to recognize. It becomes easier and easier to clear those thoughts out. It becomes easier and easier to deal with the self-doubt when it comes up. And before you know it, I'm not going to say you're not going to have self-doubt because that would be a lie. But before you know it, it completely changes your life because you can deal with it easier. You can clear that mind shit out way faster. Just remember, you're human. You will make mistakes. That's part of life. It's part of learning. It's part of growing. You're going to doubt yourself. Again, it's part of being a human. It's what you do with that that matters. 
So you can either decide to not take action based on that self-doubt thought, or you can interrupt that shit with that technique I just gave you. Thanks for your opinion. You can go now. I have a lot of people who are like, well, should I write down my self-doubt? Should I journal about this? No, honestly, I'm not a big fan of journaling negativity. I'm a big fan of journaling positivity. I'm a big fan of journaling um, affirmations. I'm a big fan of journaling visions. But the whole point is not to dwell on the negativity. The whole point is not to dwell on the self-doubt. So no, don't write it down. Just interrupt it and create a new empowering thought. Self-doubt is really just fear. It's just fear that's manifesting. It's manifesting to protect us. Like I said, our subconscious wants to keep us safe. It's unfortunate (laughs) that we take our self-doubt so seriously. It's unfortunate that I let my self-doubt for so many years keep me at my corporate job. Because here's the thing, years ago, I had my own company. I worked for myself years ago at a design company. And when I wanted to buy a house, the banks basically told me they were like, well, you don't, you you can't really buy a house because you don't make enough money. It's not that I didn't make enough money. I just had a really good accountant who made it look like I didn't make a lot of money. And back then I thought that was awesome. I was like, yeah, it looks like I don't make any money. No, it was bad. So anyways... I ended up going to work for the corporate place because I wanted to buy a house. And long story short, I ended up being there close to 14 years because self-doubt kept me there. So when I was getting ready to leave my corporate job last year, what do you think came back up in my head? Yeah, fear. Because I had a story in my head that working for myself didn't work before. Why in the fuck was it going to work this time? (laughs) Your doubts are not your truth. Let me say that again. Your doubts are not your truth. In fact, they are just the opposite. So next time you start to doubt yourself, take a minute to one, interrupt that pattern and just ask yourself, what if the opposite of this was true? What if you're sitting there thinking you're going to be judged or you're going to look stupid But what if the opposite was true? What if you put yourself out there and you're able to help thousands of people? What if you put yourself out there and your message gets to somebody who really needs to hear it? What if? What if you had everything that it would take to build an amazing business, but you're sitting there doubting yourself? Like, if you're going to doubt anything about yourself, I'm going to give you a word of advice. If you are going to doubt anything about yourself, doubt your doubts, okay? (laughs) Like, literally, just doubt the shit that your mind is telling you. Doubt the voice you hear in your head because it's not telling you the truth. When that inner critic comes out, call it out. Literally, detach from your inner critic. If it's constantly pointing out your faults, question it. (laughs) Like, silence it. You can do that. You are not your mind, okay? You are not the voice that you hear in your head. You can hear the voice in your head, but you are not 
the voice in your head. I often get people to label the voice in their head, to give it a name. My voice in my head is called Negative Nelly. I really have two. I have Negative Nelly and I have Bossy Bossy Pants. So whenever they come out to try to stop me from doing something, one, when I recognize the negative self-talk, thanks for sharing, you can go now. And if that doesn't work, if it's still there, then I detach even more. It's like, okay, whatever negative Nelly, whatever bossy, bossy pants, like you can go now. Think of a name that best describes this scared little part of you that wants you to stay safe, that wants you to play small. Think of a name and just name it. It does not run the show. You do. Every day, every minute of every day, you get to make the choice of how you want to feel and what you want to do. That's what makes our minds so amazing. We get to choose. If you don't like something that's happening, choose something else. Go a different way. Do something different. It's amazing. Here's a fun fact for you. This podcast would have been launched way sooner. But I had self-doubt. Well, who's going to listen to my podcast? Why would I do a podcast? There's already like a bazillion podcasts out there. I literally held myself back. (laughs) Self-doubt. I held myself back from doing something that I have discovered I fucking love doing. I love doing these podcasts. Remember, there's like no magic bullet like anything else in life for getting rid of your self-doubt. Change takes practice. It takes persistence. It takes a commitment But I'm telling you, it's worth, it's worth taking the time. It's worth the commitment to make these little changes. Baby steps, man. Anybody out there who's like a personal trainer, I'm sure you tell this to your clients who are trying to lose a lot of weight. It's not like, oh, you're going to lose 100 pounds in a month. No, baby steps. (laughs) We have to make changes in small ways. Every step you take forward gets you closer to the end goal. I heard something the other day and they were like, you know, even if you take one step every day for one year, by the end of the year, you've taken 365 steps. It all adds up. So to recap, when you have a negative uh, self-talk moment, when your inner critic comes out, interrupt the pattern. Thanks for sharing. You can go now. Then you're going to insert... You're going to consciously insert a new thought, a new empowering thought. So say you're doubting, uh, I don't know, say you're doubting your ability to get new clients. You're going to insert a new empowering thought that goes along with that. That's going to be something like, let me think. Okay, so the new thought that could go along with that. So if you're trying to get clients, the new thought would be, I create strong relationships the right people are attracted to me, something like that. If you're worried about money or you're bringing a money statement in, it could be money flows easily to me, prosperity is attracted to me, really anything. Anything that is the opposite of the negative thing that your mind is saying to you is a positive, empowering statement. And then you're going to take action based on the new thought You're not going to take action and keep yourself stuck on the old thought. You need to take action based on the new thought. So hopefully you found this useful. I want you starting right now 
to become aware of how you are thinking, to become aware of when those negative thoughts come up. Don't dwell on them. Just acknowledge them, okay? Acknowledge them, interrupt them, replace them, move on. I want to hear from you guys. I want to hear how this goes for you when you use the interruption um, method. When you start saying, thanks for your opinion, you can go now. I want to hear from you. I want to know how this goes. Like, I'm doing these podcasts because I want to reach as many people as possible because I have literally changed my life by changing my thoughts. Change your thoughts, change your life. And I want to affect as many people as possible. So honestly, let me know how it goes. DM me, tag me on Instagram. Tell me how you're doing with this. Tell me what shifts you're making. Because I honestly want to hear from you. So until next time, I'm going to leave you with that. Thank you so much for joining me today. You have no idea how much I love and appreciate you for taking time to listen because shows like this are not possible without people like you. You can find me over on Instagram at underscore Brenda Johnson. Tag me to post and let me know what your favorite episode has been. And if there's something that you want to hear, let me know. Shoot me a DM and I'm always going to get back to you. I want this podcast to help as many people as possible. So please take a moment if you can to leave me an honest comment and review so I know what you think of the show. And if you could, help me spread the love by hitting that share button.